Skin and Blister. We're two sisters. Supporting each other from across the pond. Hey uh, guys, how are you doing today? It's a beautiful morning on Skin and Blister Pod. Yeehaw! Oh my god, I just sounded like public radio. Sounded like public radio just then. Oh well, that's. I feel like that's We've good. got some beautiful weather on tap for today. High of 52. Are you serious? Do you know it's so cold here? It's snowing as we speak. London is covered I'm so with jealous. Snow. It's like really... I'm ready for the snow. I'm ready. I'm here for it. I want it one day. And No, actually, I want it to snow for like a week, right? Um, I want it to land up on the Christmas holidays so I don't have to miss work. And like, yeah, because that would be a pain in the ass. Um, and then I want it to stop. And then I want spring. All right, right well, I'll Christmas. just write that all down and mail it to the North Pole so, so for your Christmas present. That's all I want for Christmas. That's nice. So what do you what do you think about this idea of Christmas presents? What are you, like, how are you feeling about it this year? Uh, um, I'm going to be honest, I feel really stressed about Christmas this year, and I think that's every year. Every year about December 1st, I start in a downward spiral. <laughs> So one year, I only ate tangerines for a whole month just because I, I couldn't get my head around eating anything else because I was so stressed. Um, then that sounds like a real problem. Yes, that was a while Have ago. You seen a therapist I haven't about done that? that for ages. Um, okay, because if I hear about you doing that, yeah, no, it's I'm it's gonna definitely not come good over idea. there. Um, then this year I've. Did just, I, I just, I don't know. I just find it so stressful with all the... Basically, what's happened in the UK, here's a little announcement, is no transport is running because the Royal Mail Service, which was started by Henry VIII, there's a little factoid for you factoid monsters. Um, Henry VIII started the Royal Mail Service a couple of years ago. <laughs> oh. By a couple, I mean hundreds. Um, and oh my it's, God. they're striking because they, you know, they want to be paid more. Fair enough. But basically everything's ground to a halt because all the other career sor- services can't deal with um, more parcels, I guess. And everyone's obviously sending loads of stuff because it's Christmas. And you can see that I am really thinking a lot about this. Um, so wait, so why doesn't, is it run by the government, Royal Mail? Oh, you've got me there. I think it's run, it is run by the government, but is it? I don't really know. They have agency work. By taxes, because well. like our postal service here is run by taxes. Yeah. Why don't they just pay them more? Like it's Christmas. Come on. Let's just get this moving, guys. I mean, it's a long-going problem. Basically, inflation's going up, but their salaries aren't going up with inflation. So obviously, they're actually like losing money, which is a horrible thing if you're, you know, if you've worked in the job yeah. for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, no, so like I, I am in support of the of the people striking, but 
um, yeah, so this morning I went to three different places to try and drop off packages and nothing, I, like no one would take them. <laughs> oh, no. And meanwhile, all my customers are like, where is our salmon? And I'm like, um, um. You should, you should, uh, I, I had this idea for you. You should like rent a truck and just go get the salmon and drive it to the businesses yourself. And it, it'll it be a great story when your business is like multi-million. You can be like, and then, because the mail workers were striking, I rented a truck, went and picked up all my boxes of salmon and delivered them myself. I love that. I, I really love that idea, except that I don't drive. And also, because of the snow, the traffic is really bad in London. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's, you should get like a little bike taxi and do it with that then. Oh my God. You, like you bike, want, bike, bike, you bike, bike, bike. You want me to die on the road, don't you? <laughs> Any other ideas for ways I can <laughs> Well, die? I mean, the, well then I could do a, like a takeover of the pod and just do it myself. Well, yeah. Oh, I see. So. That's your whole strategy. What's that thing you say in jujitsu? Find the best way to die. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. So you got them in one position, like some kind of chokehold. They try to squiggle out. You grab them into another position and you say, that's okay. You choose the way you want to die. Wow, that is, yeah, that is dark. But, yeah, it sounds like you... It is dark, but it's quite fun to say. I've I've taken to saying it quite a lot, actually. I feel like it pertains to a lot of things in life. Find... It's a metaphor for life. How is it a metaphor for life? Um, no, it's not, actually. Well, it kind of is. If you, like, it is from the opposite way. Like, if, if, if life is the one choking you, then you've got to find a way to get out of because at the end of at the end of life i mean that is one thing that's certain isn't it death and yeah taxes and taxes um death and taxes anyway give me an update on you are you feeling christmasy well so the we never talked about the christmas gifts though so oh i actually was i read this really funny like repost of some of someone's tweets this morning um and it it was a muslim and he was like i'm not going home for christmas this year so um i decided to take a crash course at like he doesn't celebrate christmas but for the holidays you know he's like i decided to take a crash course in christmas with my roommates who are christian and he's and it was just this like whole like list of tweets where he was describing what Christmas looks like from someone who's never like celebrated it before. And one of the things he said was like, Christmas is a part-time job. Like from the outside, I always thought like, it looks pretty simple. You put up a tree, Mm. all good, but no, you spend like your entire two months of November and December completely stressed out about gifts and you don't have any downtime because the minute you do you have to go put lights up somewhere yeah or like panic about Christmas or get a secret and that's kind of how I feel about it yeah or throw a Christmas party plan a menu like all of 
And I thought it was like quite a amazing summary. I wish I could credit who it was. I, I did I don't see remember, that. I think, but I, think I loved that was because it. it was a pandemic. I think that was a couple of years ago that happened. Mm. Um, okay. Yeah. Still relevant. <laughs> who knows about that? You know, I've taken. I've taken to calling it the Panny D because you called it that. Oh once. yeah, I definitely didn't make and that I quite up. Like I heard that somewhere else. But um, Christmas gifts—it's uh, a real—it's a—it's a hard one because it is nice to give gifts, but I just think it's too much stress. And then who do you give to? Who do you not? Um, I'm also really yeah. really shit at giving gifts. I've given one time I bought a bunch of um, Lucasade for the. Not Lucasade. Do you know what Ribena is? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So for uh, for those who don't know, for those who aren't who aren't British, um, Ribena is black currant juice, right? <laughs> ribena is um, black currant <laughs> juice, basically, and it you can have it concentrated or mm. like you can buy it already made. But I bought that for our little nephew and niece that live here, which is a really bad present. Really, as their Christmas gift? Yeah, that is such a I bad. Know, I know. That is such a but bad I was gift. Broke and I didn't like. I'm really bad at buying <laughs> gifts. <gasps> I hate it. Oh my gosh! Yeah. So here, I'll give you a rundown of how I feel about Christmas gifts. I think we should put a moratorium on giving gifts. No, this is... I sound like a Grinch, but let me just explain my point here. Um, so I think kids should get gifts, because that's, like, really fun for them, and they actually, like, really appreciate them. And then for adults, if you really want to give a gift, like, give a experience, give some money, because let's be real here, who doesn't like getting money? <laughs> For Christmas, right? Um, am I crazy? You're not crazy, but I also, I do, I, I agree with you. I don't know if you should give money because then what? Like, like if I give you... Then everyone's just yeah, exchanging money exactly. and it's but quite transactional. Is, I think you and me are probably similar in that we, if you go into like the love languages, um, mm-hmm. we like... People like we like we appreciate people spending time with us. I think that's yeah. Whereas some people do like gifts. Um, yeah, like I, I I will say I go ahead. I like a well thought out gift. I do get like I still have that kid thing where you get excited if you have a gift and you can open it. Like I I do like that, but then oftentimes. Once you've opened the gift, it's like, oh, now I have to, like, find a place to put this in my house, right? Um, And it's not even something you really wanted, which sounds really ungrateful, but I think that's how a lot of people feel. Um, Because I think, like, if if you want to give gifts, like, make it super personal. Like, think about, okay, I know this person, like what is something they're really going to appreciate? And, like, and if it can be an experience, I say, like, that's even better. Like, a gift certificate to a spa or 
like a a cool like holiday if you want to go really big for your partner or something like or a show like tickets to a show stuff like that I think is a fantastic gift but I just don't know yeah it's hard it's hard because like what I end up doing is I panic and then I'll just buy like some random stuff and then I'm sure like no one appreciates it because it wasn't thoughtful you know do you do that do you like panic like right before Christmas you're like oh shit I wouldn't even say it's just Christmas. <laughs> I'd say <laughs> I can be very zen and then I'll just have a day where I wake up in kind of a panic. So I've tried to be Yeah, and like, then you like at the snow and enjoying yeah. it, but in my heart I'm like this is the last straw. Um but obviously the snow is beautiful and I'm loving that. But um I'm in a bit of a panic at the moment as well because I, I'm going to Sicily for Christmas, I think I told you, and um, mm-hmm. to be with the lovely so friends, fun. family, who are absolutely gorgeous and wonderful. Um, but I need to make sure I've got my wardrobe in order because uh, my Slum- usual, like, <laughs> what's the word, like, sportswear all the time i need to like sort some isn't nice... like you're a trash in there like can't you wear like track suits and stuff was that politically incorrect to say you're a trash euro trash what the heck is euro trash that is so rude like the track suits and like the louis vuitton jacket or whatever like where it listen it's okay like you guys say redneck i'm allowed to say euro trash okay Controversy. Brand family is not Euro trash or whatever derogatory. I'm not saying they are. I'm not saying they are. I'm just saying you can be. I'm saying you can wear a tracksuit. Hello. <laughs> Do you not? <laughs> Do you not care at all about me? First with the biking and now with the oh, just go to Sicily in the tracksuit. No. I'm not even wearing a tracksuit now. I'm wearing tailored trousers. Oh my gosh. You wear tailored trousers on your couch. Yeah. That is wild. Style does not end. I'm wearing yoga pants because that is my fashion these days is, you guessed it, yoga pants, yoga pants, Yoga pants, yoga pants. I wouldn't call that your and... fashion. I would just call that what you wear. <laughs> oh my, oh my, what an episode. I had to wear jeans the other day. I had to wear jeans the other day and I almost died of asphyxiation. It was so uncomfortable. It is a shock when you first um, put jeans on after a while. No. And then you have to put like a belt on and oh my God, what a nightmare. Anyway, I'm thinking I've got myself some nice shoes. I've got high heels. I've got dress shoes. I've obviously got my trainers because I got to go for a run while I'm there. Um, (laughs) One run. Well, I'm only there for six days. But then I got to find out what I can wear for like Christmas. How warm is it there? Uh, It's. It's not, it can be warm, mm. but it's not like like it's cold at night. 
Um, so you do need to you need okay. to what bring jumpers and coats and stuff. Um, Can you do like a little black dress? Because I feel like that works for everything. Yeah, yeah, I could for sure. Um, LBD. Yeah. Okay. Do you have any other ideas? Um. Absolutely not. No. Uh, I think like for Christmas dinner. I think like a nice blouse and some jeans, even some nice jeans or some nice pants or a dress. But a dress might be kind of cold, wouldn't it? Yeah. It de- Depends yeah. how warm it is. Dress would be nice. I mean, it's warm inside. Or I don't know if they're still in fashion. Yeah, true. I, I don't know if they're still in fashion, but like the jumpsuits, like the long ones, I really like those. I think they look very elegant. Yeah. Do you know what I I'm do, talking yeah. about? I don't I know what you call those them. Those are there, nice but... for like, those are good for going out and stuff. Okay, well, I will report back. Yeah. Um, Yes, send pics so I can share them on the gram. Uh, oh, gosh. Um, oh, my gosh. What about you? Is there an occasion you're dressing up for and going out with? Um, I just did. This past weekend, I went out three times in a row, which was oh, wild. Oh, my gosh. Um, felt very proud of myself. Each time, I wore a different outfit, dressed up. I was just feeling frisky with that, with, like, dressing up, which sometimes I just want to wear yoga pants out if I have to go out, but I actually took the chance and wore some nice clothes, which was, felt quite good, actually. It had been a while. Um, I wore, like, I think jeans and a sweater is quite a good look, with, like, some boots, some heeled boots. I think that can look, like... When in doubt, jeans and a sweater. Jumper honestly. for the British the peeps. A nice jumper. Oh, yeah. What What is a sweater there? Is it even a thing or not? I think, yeah, I think most people it's would It's not like chips that, and fries. But it's a jumper. Everyone's... Um, okay. We also don't say pants because that means like underwear. But I never know what to call that <laughs> yoga pant. Leggings, I think they're called here. Leggings, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's so weird. I kept saying uh, pants when our, when our other sister and her husband were here. And they kept laughing every time I said it. I was like, okay. Yeah, they love that joke. I'm not when saying underwear. When I used underwear. to live with them, because I just moved from America. They do, they love it. They're obsessed. They were just making fun of me for everything. Um, they, but the, yeah, that was like their favorite one. Big shout out. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I don't mind. I think. Big shout out to our big sister. People. No, I think it's I mean, cute. like, don't make fun of people yeah. that you don't. Making know, fun of people. If is... you have a good relationship with them, that's a fun banter. Banter, as they call it. Oh. Y- yeah, if you don't know them, it's 100% inappropriate to make a personal joke. 100%. Yeah. Although I have been known to do it before. A faux pas. It's usually when I don't... Usually when I don't give a fuck if they like me or not. 
So I just do it anyway. Yeah, uh, okay. Um, okay. That's rude. <laughs> Are you cutting that out as well? <laughs> <laughs> Might do. No, I don't. I think, I think okay, you can listen. Not, like, I, I've met people I don't. For the most part, I like to make a good impression and then decide afterwards if I want that person to like me or not, depending how they act. Yeah, no, I abs- like I think that's the better way to go because you never know. Like, what if they end up being your boss or something? Yeah, the world is small <laughs> as well. You gotta you meet these people yeah. again and again. It's it's remarkable. Um, it is weird story I have about that that I wanted to tell you um someone from my gym I have run into her at least once a week in different places every time not in the gym but other like random coffee shop restaurant park like literally and so now we have this running joke we're always like stalk you later when we like leave the gym because we're now each other's stalker oh that's cute because we see each other in such weird places yeah do you say hi so then the other day i gave her yeah yeah we're always like we always like scream and hug each other actually that is not something i generally do but that is what she she did and so then i did it too it was quite fun Oh my goodness! Today I saw someone I knew Your while face. I was walking around doing, trying to deliver these parcels, and like, I was kind of like, I, I was watching them because I was like, I know they've seen me as well, and I want to see how, like, what strategy they use to avoid me. Um, and they did. They got out their phone and they pretended <laughs> they were on the phone, and I did this thing where I like looked at the ground and pretended to be really busy. (laughs) I think we've really, like, we've really hit on the ultimate difference between Americans and Brits. Unless, like, you're... Like, the biggest difference is when... You've got to figure out a way to avoid. Avoid eye contact, avoid talking. Um... Our older sister told me once that she kept running into her neighbor on the train... So she started taking a different train, even though it was really inconvenient for her. 100% I would do that. Yeah, that's a good... Yesterday, I, it happened as well. We were we were in the so park again, insane. and we saw this guy that we... Um, he's more Fran's friend, but, like, we both talked to him. And, like, Fran and me were, like, scuttling away at such a speed. <laughs> It's a whole thing. It's like a whole strategy. Oh you have to have many ideas in place to avoid your friends. That is when out so why, why don't you just say hi and then keep going? I don't know. Isn't that easier? No, it's not. It's not easier. <laughs> it's best to like find a way to avoid. Wow. Um, that is so, so strange. Like, I get it. Sometimes you don't feel like chatting with people, but then just say hi and then be like, hey, yeah, good to see you. I've got to go do this thing. Like, it's not that hard. Yeah, no, that's true. That is true. Always have a strategy. If you do end up talking to someone, make sure they know you're 
busy so you can get out of there ASAP. So you got to go, oh, 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 so nice to see you. All right, I got to run. I've got something on the stove. Yeah. But you don't have to avoid them. You just say that. Yeah, but I'll, t- I'll tell you what's better than having them, than that is like avoiding them altogether. Then you don't have to have any Oh my gosh. Well, the last time I ran into my stalker, it was, we were both in a coffee shop and we were like the only people there. So can you imagine us trying to avoid each other? Yes, yes. No, you do. I mean, what you should have done in that scenario was when you were about to go into the coffee shop, Look inside, make sure there's no one you know, then go in. Because if you'd seen her, you could have gone to another coffee shop. No, that is insane. Um, But anyways, the other day at the gym, we exchanged numbers because we were like, we have stalked each other enough. It's time we have each other's number. Um, And then she texted me and (laughs) it was like... Because I hadn't saved her number yet. And it was like, hey, this is your stalker checking in. Oh, my goodness. And I legit, like, when I read the text, I I had this, like, little jump in my heart. I was like, oh, my God. Because it, like, actually scared me. (laughs) (laughs) And then I was like, oh, yeah, it's her. But I was, it was, like, the most creepy text I've ever gotten, I think. (laughs) It's a hard thing making new friends. Do you find that? Now I find it quite easy because I just talk to people. Yeah, but like actual no. good friends. I, I get like what you it's mean. It's easy to make acquaintances, but yeah, it's hard it's, to make like a they, quality friend, I guess. They say like you have to um, intentionally hang out three times before a friendship can form. So you have to have at least three dates with that person. Okay before it will become a proper friendship. And it can't just be like, oh, you ran into them. Like, it has to be intentional. Interesting. I didn't, yeah, I didn't know so, that. Okay, that is a good strategy. Um, it's like a, apparently, like, it's been researched, and that's what they came up with. Um, but no, it's really hard as adults to make friends. And I do feel fortunate, like, as as a woman, I think it's easier because it's more like normalized whereas I think like with I've noticed a lot of um the guys I know like really struggle with it because like like in our culture I think it's harder for guys to like make friends because it's not seen as normal or something you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, I wonder if it's because you have to be a bit vulnerable to make those first few interactions happen. Yeah. You have to be like, oh, well, let's go for a coffee. And then I guess there is yeah. the idea that maybe they say no. And then you're like, oh, shit, that's sad. It's a bit like dating, yeah. isn't it? Making friends. Um, but I guess. Yeah. And also losing friends is like breaking up as well. It's, I feel like some of my worst breakups have been friend ones. Like, cause, you know, when you, it's not often like dramatic. Sometimes you just stop like hanging out and then it's like really sad. But I feel like that was at a different point in my life as well. Cause now I'm just like, a don't have time. No. <laughs> hey, if my friends are listening, I love you. I do have time for she you. She doesn't. Please message me. What she first said out. was the truth. <laughs> 
<sighs> now, um, it's harder as you get older. You oh have to gosh. actually make really big steps, especially if like you're in relationships and stuff, because that takes up a lot of time. Um, I wanted to quick say this thing that I heard recently, which I think is really helpful with friendship. <laughs> it's a uh, there's friends for a reason. We said that friends on the for last a season. Podcast, we did. Is that where I heard it? <laughs> what kind of bullshit is this? Listen, this is the only socialization I get, apparently. <laughs> socialization? I legit thought I heard it somewhere else. Okay. Uh, it's true, it's true. Um, listen, I wanted to shout out... We've had some listeners saying, like, we want more content about your childhood or background or whatever. So we made a background episode. Um, So go on, give it a listen. And then if you have more questions about it, definitely send them over. Calder, Nina. (laughs) Calder, Nina, please comment on this quote that I saw today that I thought was quite interesting. The criticism of all that exists okay. starts with self-criticism. What do you think that means? Starts with what? Self-criticism. Sorry, you for a minute. The criticism of all that exists. The criticism of all starts with self-criticism. Is that like? Do you know when? Sometimes I'm having an argument with. Um, someone well in this case probably the lovely Fran and then I realize the thing I'm arguing about is actually something that I need to change do you ever do that (laughs) absolutely that quote is spot on it's good isn't it that is like blowing my mind right now yeah because like I often find if I'm unhappy with myself and how I'm caring for myself then I'll just be snippy-snappy with everyone around me about those very things. Mm -hmm. And what I've found is, like, when... Ooh, I'm going to have to get my partner to listen to this because he's going to, like, feel so validated. Um, So what I've found is that when I start doing that, the only way to kind of deal with it is um, to do... The things that I know are good for myself, which I often neglect. Like, I found that, like, a bit of meditation, a bit of journaling, those things, like, really keep me on the right path with, like, the self-care. And it's different for everyone. But And then exercise as well. But if I'm not doing those things, yeah, I start being, like, so critical of other people. And it's actually me just being disappointed in myself. Which is hard thing to admit. It's you being are. rotten to the core. <laughs> we all remember. We all are in there sometimes. The glow, the glow comes from within, not from without. Success starts from within. Um, yeah. Everything starts no, with from it, within. That just like even indigestion. <laughs> You know, there's a large connection between gut health and mental oh health. God. 
Speaking of that, there's been a lot of research done on it. And so, guys, I just want to say, take your probiotics, because that will help your mental health. <laughs> Eat healthy. Care for your body. She hasn't stopped yet. We may never go to. <laughs> oh, God, you look so glowing and lovely over there. It's coming from within. It's like a Christmas miracle. No, you look... Why do you say the lighting is bad in your house? You look really nice and glowy. <sighs> I look golden, though. It's a bit weird, isn't it? Well, I mean... I look like yellow, like good. I'm quite jaundiced. Um, oh, Are you there? I hope some of that recorded. I'm here. Yes. Can you hear me? I, I was joking. <laughs> that really hit a nerve. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I was like, if you can't hear me now, there's no way that we're ever going to connect I think that again. was a sign because I was about to say I was an angel sent from heaven to make your life better. Well, yes. Okay. That was a sign that the bullshit had totally yes. begun. Anyway, let us do some questions. We have one. <laughs> we have any questions. This is a great question. Thank you for this question. It's really good. Uh, cue for the pod. Do you think the commune set you up to fail in, quote, normal society? Or do you feel you are better equipped coming out of, quote, there? We, ooh, uh, so I'm going to jump in and say there's lot, there's pros and cons. Whether it, I wonder if the balance goes to like more failure or success that's i guess what we need to sort yeah. out right yeah so maybe let's think about the cons and then we can do the pros yeah yeah so for me there was a lack of education around um social kind of being social like small talk and there's a lack of education around anything to do with like finance and bureaucracy and also around um sex as well they're they're very yeah there is a lack of education with those three things that i can think of off the top of my head what do you think kelda yeah i mean i think like it's a hard thing because when you grow up in like a very closed circuit like they they're a closed circuit, like they're very self-sufficient little pod um, in the middle of the world. And so like yeah. when you grow up in a society like that, like it's kind of hard to be prepared for the rest of the world. Um, and so, yeah, definite lack of education around things that you would need in the outside world. I think their ultimate goal is like they want they'd much rather you stay there. Right. So, like, it's not like they're stopping mm. us from leaving, but it's also not, like, made easy, if that makes sense. Um, because if you make it too easy, like, you don't want to lose your your members if you're a, a commune. So, um, definitely for me, like, the biggest issues I had were, like, yeah, I didn't know anything about, like, resumes jobs like money like I was very hard worker and I'd had jobs my whole life but they were all like 
within the property of the commune. So um, works, and you don't get paid for those, so it works very differently. Um, and then, yeah, it's, so it's hard for me to make friends um, because I didn't have any idea how, like, social stuff worked outside of that bubble. Um, and so I was very, very lonely for a long time. And then as well, the relationship piece for me was like really hard because I had no idea what I was doing. Um, and yeah, I got into a bad situation because of that. And then like, yeah, the sex education was non-existent as well, which can lead to like some unsafe situations there. So yeah, I think like, those are the biggest cons for me. And then also just not having support, like, from family and friends when I left was really, really hard. Um, I was basically just, like, and you were too, and a lot of people were just, like, dumped, like, dumped in a spot and good luck, you know? I think... Yeah, which uh, is like putting a hamster in a... Yeah, because like, I love it. Get off the hamster wheel. (laughs) Just kidding. Um, Get into the pit of pythons. pythons. It's like putting a hamster that was used to living with other hamsters in a very like, and then just putting very closed off community of hamsters, and then you put them in a pit of. Yeah, pythons I mean, and other hamsters but the other hamsters already know how to avoid the snakes but this hamster doesn't because this hamster true. has never encountered snakes before in its whole life well not in that snake they've encountered snakes in in hamsters clothing but they haven't encountered straight up snakes that didn't have hamsters clothing on yeah exactly <laughs> um, the other thing <laughs> make of it what you will mm. that metaphor um, the other thing I was going to say is confidence was a big one for me I, I um, it's something that wasn't uh, wasn't you know you weren't encouraged to grow your confidence there mm-hmm. and I've struggled with it since and I do think that's quite an important thing for um, to learn and you know that's been something I've had to learn over the years yeah that's a big one um, I think like as yeah as young women there like that we a hundred percent weren't supposed to have any confidence right so and that's something that's very um internal and is hard to like gain later after you know once you're an adult um and it's something that like literally makes can make or break your existence in the world like if if you exude confidence you gain so many things from it like better relationships better you know you know what you want more you you can work towards it better and you can, you also believe in yourself and if you don't have that um inner confidence then you know, it's incredibly hard to navigate the world. And people will, like, the sharks, the snakes, they'll see that you don't have any and they'll prey on you as well. Because it's very obvious. Like, I think that's one of the most important factors. 
especially I will say for women, um, although for men too, but yeah. And it's something that I have a hundred percent been struggling to have ever since. Um, and I'm 31 now and still working on that inner, inner confidence. It's easy to pretend you're confident. Yeah. And I don't think that's something. Yeah. I think make, fake it till you make it is a good saying. But I also think like we're not, you know, we, if you strive for something, if you push yourself out of the, out of your comfort zone, um, everyone or well the majority of people will feel maybe low on confidence sometimes but i think at the end of the day it's yeah it's just working on it and building it um but that's something i've had to work on myself and um what about the pros there's definitely for sure yeah i think one of the biggest pros is strong work ethic um for me and then Mm -hmm. a strong um moral base I guess that we were raised with like morals I mean I think like I've always felt like I'm very loyal and uh very you know empathetic because of how I grew up because when you're in such like a close-knit commune like you kind of have to be very aware of other people and how they're feeling and Um, it's, it's an interesting thing. I think it, you know, that can go too far, the loyalty or the empathy, like even empathy, like, cause then, well, I guess if it only becomes toxic, if like, you're not caring for yourself and just trying to mold yourself to what other people want, but, um, there's a definite balance to find there, but, um, and then. Also, I, I do think we received, like, quite a good education in a lot of ways as far as, like, book learning goes. So I think that was really helpful. Yeah. Um, and we had a lot of experiences as kids. We were always outside in nature or, like, growing things in organic gardens. And a lot of it was, like, you know, we were working. But it was, you know, a lot of it was quite educational. Um I was going to say I'm pretty good at spotting bullshit. Yes. Yeah. I think when you live with that many people and when you've had an experience where you've had to relocate and kind of rebuild yourself, you, at least for me, I have a pretty good idea of the people I do want to hang around. And um, I guess that, I think that's quite a good thing. Like, I think that's quite a good... I wouldn't say we were particularly... In some ways, we were very protected. And in other ways, we were, like, kind of left to... to the wolves. To our own to yeah. figure out. So it's a very... I would say there's a big balance there. And at the end of the day, would you say it tips more to failure or um, success, I guess? It's what kind of hard think? to quantify, but based on... All I can say is based on our personal, because we haven't done like a, a controlled experiment or study around this, but yeah, um, based on us and the rest of our siblings who left, um, 
were all quite successful, but I think that success happened later, at least for me. Um, it was really, really rough, like very painful to get to this point. And I, I'm sure it was similar for you guys. Um, and that was unnecessary. Like it didn't have to be that horrible. So I think, yeah, it's kind of like what doesn't kill you either crushes you and ruins your life or makes you stronger. So I think the credit more goes to people who um, overcome the hard stuff. Not to like, but I guess maybe we were set up with like an attitude of overcoming hard stuff. I think we were. So I guess that, that that's a pro. It's hard to say like where it all comes from, mm. but like I know my personally my 20s were way, way more painful than they had to be. And like, am I gl happy with ha where I'm at? Absolutely. Uh, like, would I want anyone else to deal with that? No. So, yeah, I don't know. That's kind of yeah, where I'm at yeah. with it. Good, good point. It's an interesting thing where you meet, whenever you meet people who have been through kind of, you know, hard things in their past, they are, they tend to be um, more interesting mm -hmm. as people. Yeah. But it's, a, it's hard because you don't want, you don't necessarily want people to go through that. Um, I guess like if, if I had kids and, you know, um, the chickens are, that are, you know, your your little chicken. You 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 want them to have an easier life than you, um, and then also with the hard work thing, I I think that is you know that is something I always say is like oh this is a pro, but um, Fran grew up really differently from me, and he has a super hard work ethic. So I don't know if it's something you have to kind of have beaten into you from age yeah I don't whatever, think you do and, and I think it's actually harmful because you know I've spent a lot of time um kind of a little bit mourning my childhood and like because let's be honest like childhood is the only time in your whole life unless you're like really privileged that you get to just play and and not worry about stuff. Mm. And when and when you miss out on that, it's pretty sad. Like not not that we did completely, but like we did, you know, work a lot as kids as well. And we did worry a lot about big mm. stuff like <laughs> you know, the world ending or <laughs> our sins. Um and I don't yeah. think that like I mean kids I think if if kids can have like a carefree childhood, I think that's the biggest gift you can give them. Yeah, 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 and a secure um, home base. Yeah, which... with unconditional so I would say, love. I'm gonna say, I'm. So the experiences we had obviously got us to this point. However, I would say, as a sounding block for setting you up for the world. Um, that we live in, I would say the commune would be for me a negative. Um, it would come out as a negative 
uh, if I weigh up all the pros and cons. Yeah, for me too. Just because I don't think if we're looking at that exact measurement of does it set you up for the world, I would say no. It took me a really long time to kind of have any footing whatsoever. Um, yeah, I absolutely agree. Yeah, I think, but it's not. It's it's just kind of it. It caused a lot of unnecessary yeah, pain, <laughs> which you know, or because we weren't set up for this world at all. We were set up for the commune, and if we had stayed there, it would have you know we would have had all the skills we needed, but we didn't. So yeah, yeah, that's a good yeah. point. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I don't like to as a adult now like i don't necessarily like to um dwell on you know what could have been cuz it's not <laughs> like so i think it's important to kind of like if you're recovering from some painful stuff like it is important to go back there and feel it um and mourn it and kind of work through and then after that to be able to say like life is better now and I'm gonna enjoy the moments that I have and and uh and you know and enjoy it getting better as well so that's kind of like my whole philosophy of like healing from hard stuff um so I'd say like don't hold yourself back Mm -hmm. from like mourning what you didn't have but then also once you grieve it is when you can move on to better things as well because I feel a bit sad thinking like that's the negative net but I think it's not it's not sad per se but it you know that's how we've measured it and that's what we've come up with but can I um, just say one more thing about that sorry I know that like going through hard stuff uh, it does make you stronger and more interesting, blah, blah, blah. Um, but I think if if we're in a society where life doesn't have to be that hard, especially for younger people, then I think 100%, like, of course you want to push them to be their best, but 100%, like, don't make it painful. Like, you know... Some people think, like, ah, it's good to be, like, have had so much pain. And, yeah, I, I can see that. But, like, I think, yeah, if if you're in a society where it doesn't have to be hard and painful for kids, then let them be kids is the last thing I'm going to say. Um, Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I think that's really good. I was just going to say in the in the hopes of kind of, looking into the now the the present and finding something positive um so it started snowing last night and it was so beautiful and so unexpected and kind of um atmospheric uh and francesco and myself and luna just went out at like 10 at night and just played in the snow and i was like oh it's so nice it's so like just sometimes sometimes I just cling on to those mm. little moments in life of of, of next magic. level um of magic. Oh magic. Um yeah, do you have anything to share like that with us? Uh, yeah. To share that's like that with I can't even speak anymore. 
Yeah, I think like I have too much to even share because, oh my god, I'm gonna be a Pollyanna. Ah, yeah, you're full of that magic. Oh my goodness. Okay, one one. thing. But I do feel really like fortunate for for where I'm at right now because I am like a hundred percent living a good life so i'm very grateful um but that's so cool by the way i'm really happy for you and i'm i i do feel the same but i'm yeah i'm just re- i'm really happy you're at that point i think that's gorgeous, gorgeous. Um, all right go ahead i would say a moment uh well it was really sweet to like decorate the this is so cheesy but like decorate the christmas tree with with the little chicken um and his friend was over too and they were just so excited about christmas and it was so cute and and he was like oh can we have hot chocolate while we do this and so i made him a hot chocolate and him and his friend and then like after we decorated they sat and watched home alone together and it was like the cutest little moment to watch like those are I feel like that's the kind of like childhood thing that you remember like as so warm and cozy and that's like what carries you through a lot of life is just remembering those good times um and so that made me really happy which is super cheesy but it was really cute between you and me do you like home alone um it's one of those things that I really liked the first time I saw it, and now I'm kind of bored. There's something about that movie that just gives me the absolute it. Yeah. I don't know what it is. It just has in my head an association with the color brown. <laughs> and I just cannot get... Like, people who love that movie. And, I'm yeah, obviously like the skill and everything bravo and the actors and everything but i think the reason people love that movie is because they saw it as yes good. that's 100%. my theory it's the same as like elf because i've seen it only as an adult i used to know someone that would watch elf like in summer sometimes and i they would watch it like three at least three or four times a year and watch that stuff as kids so we don't get it like we don't get the nostalgia and then, like, for me, the nostalgia is, like, when we make Christmas cookies and, like, have cozy exactly candle what time I was say. or whatever. Yeah, or, like, make, yeah, make, like, pumpkin pie yeah. or cinnamon swirls exactly. or something. That's so funny. So much of okay, my yeah, nostalgia so is, well. connect, is connected to food, which can be really bad because, like, if you're having, like, a really hard time in life, I, I just comfort myself by, like, cooking and eating. Anyway, I think we should call it a day and <laughs> clean up. Let's put those chairs up on those tables so the floors are ready to clean tomorrow. And close. Yeah, and I'd love to hear what anyone thinks about the latest episode, uh, the bonus episode, I think. It was a bit of a different structure to it. Well, I, I should say it had a tiny bit of structure. Which is very which, unusual. Um, these apps do not. I just wanted to say, everyone, right. lots, of, lots love. of love. Find moments of joy this week. Send in your j- joyful moments so that pleasure. we can hear about them too. And pleasure, yes. That's very important. All right. 
Ciao, ciao. Have a great week. Bye. Bye. Love you, Love you all. Bye. Thank you for listening to Skin and Blister. If you have questions or comments, please email us at skinandblisterpod at gmail.com.